Hi. How are you doing? Hi. That was wrong. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and also a busy small home birth practice. <laughs> I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife with the awkwardly described busy and small home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and a birth assistant with you guys at our out of hospital practice. Whoop, whoop. I really thought that you had said my line because I wasn't paying attention and that's why I jumped. But Oh, we are having a hard time communicating today. As you can see, watching our YouTube video, we are at Premier Birth Center uh -huh. today, my home away from home. Look at my shiny forehead. So, I've been here like three times in the past week. I don't yes. know what's happening. So I have a birth. I had a birth today and I said, you guys should just come and we'll record. Well, I had a birth mm -hmm. first. So <laughs> How dare you? Oh, yeah. So I was at a birth all night and then I was trying to get out of there this morning to get to our recording on time. And then Kim was like, oh, I think I'm actually getting called to a birth. And we were like, I was like, damn it, this is our second episode of the new year and we're supposed to be videoing and we're supposed to be on the ball. So and I was Kim's like, going to quit because she thinks we're not doing our jobs, <laughs> but we really just keep not being available. And I was like, fine, just come to the center and then I'll come record when I can. And then when we came in here, I was like, okay, I have five minutes. And Meredith was like, what? Well, we would have just done this ourselves. And I was like, I know. That's why I told you to do it yourself. No, <laughs> and then fine. Jess was awkwardly trying to avoid any conflict. And she was like, her yeah. eyes were just like floating around the room. Okay. Yes. Those things were <laughs> just like our lack of efficiency in general blows my mind. Like how can we accomplish it so blows little? It blows something. In such a large amount of time. Well, we did accomplish a lot today. We, we had two all of Kim's. We videos. had two babies. We accidentally deleted some of Kim's videos. That we spent an hour and a half trying to get them back, and we didn't and succeed. For anyone who's out here watching the uh, YouTube video, I don't know if you you can tell, but we are all a hot hot mess right now. I'm in my pajamas. Speak for yourself. Look at my kick ass sweater. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> I'm in a snow hat, and I. But look, I got new earrings for Meredith. It's a charcuterie board. Meredith got me set. charcuterie board earrings to go with my sushi there's earrings. A, there's a slice of salami that looks like a vagina. It's really charming. That's why I picked yes. them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start wearing one of the sushi ones in one ear and one of my charcuterie board <laughs> like, ones in the other ear. It's just like your life where you can't choose, so you all have all of it. It's a smorgasbord. And you can clip that, that baguette on bun your nose. baguette thing right here <laughs> yes <laughs> like the bull one <laughs> and meredith so, is wearing my christmas gift which is um ugly sweater with vaginas I on mean, it uh we, your client yes. said it's a beautiful sweater and he seemed a little offended that we as midwives thought all of these but it's a vulvas were unattractive no the vulvas themselves are attractive but the sweater is hideous mm, my favorite my favorite vulva it. is the one that has peppermint sticks sticking out of the introitus for some odd reason that bothers me is I it the introitus really like or the, the butthole i think it's the introitus Definitely yeah, the introitus. Like that's definitely the introitus. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. <laughs> I like the, ten four, I like the reindeer. Or ten four, you said? Try yeah. ten seven. That's how much this baby just weighed. Aw, chunky monk. Very so chunky. we had been planning on doing our transitions episode that we've been talking about forever and ever and ever. But since and again thwarted. Yes. Since today is such a hot mess of a day, we decided to do a little episode called A Day in the Life of a Midwife. Again. Again, which, but this is a different one because I want to go through like 
the past couple days and the things that the text messages I got and the things that went through my head as I got those. And then I'll tell the actual birth story of the week. And then we can do that from Kim's perspective as well. I should probably ask first, but I have like 10 births that I could (laughs) also do that for. You still do have a whole birth story episode coming up. Yes. All of those births. All of those will be on there. Okay. So I'm going to let you guys take it from here and I'm going to go do a birth certificate. Okay. Okay. Have fun with that. So um, I've been on call. I should re-angle this a little bit. For this beautiful primate mom. Um, For anyone out here who doesn't know, a primate mom is a first time mama. Mm Mm-hmm. And I which feel, are, which are births that you just like never really know. And this was a doula client. This wasn't like a Linden Tree client. Yes. This was a doula client. It was a doula client. And those are the ones as doulas that you're like, hmm, am I going to be doing a two day labor? I don't know. Let's find out. Exactly. And so she started actually texting me two days ago. And she was said she texted me like in the afternoon at some point. And she was like, well, I'm having some tightenings and some like cramping. And I've had a little bit of like pinkish discharge. Tightenings is like the sweetest word. I know. And it was, she <laughs> and said, someone texted me that I'd be like, okay, whatever. She said, exactly. And <laughs> Let so me know with their contraction. Especially a first time mom. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I'm thinking in my head, like number one, the thing that goes through my head is this is a first time mom and she's only two days past her due date Mm -hmm. so is there any way that i'm gonna get lucky enough that she's actually not gonna go to 42 weeks (laughs) that number one is like so i'm like you know what this is probably just like some prodromal labor or an irritable uterus Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay um lay down on your side drink lots of water rest just in case it starts tonight um so thinking about that but then it's again that thing where it's like now you're on more call because it's like, okay, this person mm-hmm. has stuff going on. So is it going to be today or is it going to be a week from now? Yeah. And nobody. then you're just like going to wake up at 2 a.m. every night for the next week. Nobody knows. While you wait wondering. Yeah. And so um, she did that throughout the day. And then that night she texted me again and she was kind of like, all right. So they're happening like every 8 to 10. They're not very long. They're not very strong. And I was like, this is the time. When you need to get as much sleep as possible. Mm-hmm. And so. And use whatever substance is available to you to assist in that process. Yes. And you know, sometimes when I'm talking to first time moms, because it's also then what goes through my mind, because it's like, man, I really want her to lay down and sleep because number one, I want her to sleep because if she doesn't, we have more of a chance of transferring, but I really also want to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so then sometimes I feel, but I'm like, do you think that they think that I'm telling them to sleep just so that I can sleep or I used to feel guilty about that and now I don't care anymore. Yeah. I don't feel guilty <laughs> about it, but it definitely goes through my mind. Yeah. And so that night they did, she like slept off and on throughout the night and they texted me the next morning. So the contractions still happened all through the day the next day, uh, but like not so any so closer, she didn't really sleep that much then. not super well. Not any closer together. So the next morning I was like, okay, this is the time. Yeah. Like, throughout the day, rest, relax, do everything you can. But then you're like, oh my gosh, they have already missed one night of sleep. That means they're probably not going to sleep today. Yep. Because if they're going to knock out, they would have knocked out by now. So then you're like, I feel like you're like on this clock where you're like, do you like try to Which help she did. move things along so they don't miss another full night? Or do you just like really pray to everything holy that they will somehow miraculously fall asleep at some and point rest throughout the day? The day. <laughs> yeah. And so um, she did get some sleep the first night. It sounds like it sounds like he got less sleep than she did because he mm. was like, what's happening? What's happening? What's yeah. happening? You're like, go sleep on the couch. I can't handle yeah, you right so now. But she, but she got some sleep. <laughs> 
And so then the next night, um, again, the same thing happened around 730. They're like, well, they're feeling a little stronger. And so, again, it's like this could totally be Padroma labor. Yeah. She could totally go to sleep. And I could totally slap. And this baby might not be born for two more weeks. And I really want to go to sleep. But I'm also not very tired. So I'm sitting on the couch watching a movie. Do I finish my movie or do I just go lay in bed and stare at the ceiling? And then you start justifying. You're like, well, I'm kind of relaxing. Yes. So I can just finish this movie. Then it's like eight hours later when you binge something. And you're like, dang it. I <laughs> Which I did not do that. I was very good. I watched. Because I've been doing this thing where it's been so cold out that I've just been like binge watching. Which I've known you forever, and I don't think I've ever known you to watch television this much. No, this is definitely well, like, and I'm saying that as like a go you yes. rock this chapter of your life because yeah. it's magical, and I'm really glad that you're. I do this. usually go through a little binge watching season at the very beginning of the winter, but it's mm-hmm. been by far the biggest binge watching season I've been through. Yeah, so I'm kind of like running out of the things on Netflix binge. to watch. I feel like that's like a reality show. Like yeah. you can binge TV for the, <laughs> the longest <most> time. <laughs> so I watched The Holiday last night, and so I was trying oh, to finish is that it. The one with um Jude Law. Jude and Law. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and so I'm like, she's like texting me a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? They're probably gonna stop. First time mom. This could go all night. I want to finish my movie. I'm not very tired, but I know I should sleep. So I finished the movie and then it was like 1030 and I laid down and go to bed. And so then it's like you get a text at like 1130 and then you get a text at 1230. And so then at like 1130, they're like, well, they're five to eight minutes apart and they're feeling a little stronger. And I was like, and anytime my clients, like especially primates use the word like they're a little stronger, like you kind of expect that labor is going to hit a primate like a train, yes. right? Like you want like. I don't know. You don't expect them to be like, they're a little stronger or like I'm managing fine. Like you yeah. want to hear like, I can't do this anymore. These are terrible. And so yeah. when you hear a prime being like, they're a little stronger. Your heart just like sinks. Cause you're like, yeah. Oh my well, God. she did say, she's like, I'm feeling a little apprehensive. And I was like, well, that's totally normal. She sounds adorable. She oh, sounds like she the is. sweetest person on the They're both the planet. like sweetest couple. And they listen to the podcast too. So, you know, you'll know who you are. Like, I don't want my clients to be in a full on panic. No. And so I was like, it's totally whatever they're like, nah. I'm like, oh, that's no. totally normal. <laughs> but again, like five to eight minutes apart, prime up, it could still be 48 hours yeah. until you have your baby. Yeah. So I'm like really stressing. She's like, well, maybe I'll take a shower to see if that calms them down. And I was like, uh, no, um, take a bath. If mm-hmm. that's what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. showers will get it going faster. And I was like, I told her about Benadryl. I was like, this is the really one you need to get your sleep because you're you could launch into active labor. And so she took like magnesium and some other kind of like homeopathy to try and calm things down. And so she's like, all right, I'm going to try and lay down and sleep. It's really hard. And so she, then I get a text another hour later and she says, I think my water broke. And I was like, okay. But contractions were still five to eight minutes apart. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll tell your midwives. You still really, really, really need to try and sleep. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, I would really, really, really like to try and get some sleep. What time was this at this point? Like 11. Oh, girl. I would have been in bed like three hours ago. Um, I couldn't. I wasn't. I just, I couldn't fall asleep. Even when I laid in bed, I had trouble falling asleep. Yeah. Two nights in a row. Well, also, I feel like you're like in this space too. Like you want to protect your time because you don't know like how long you're going to be on like hardcore for it. So I do the same thing too where I'm like, I could sleep or I could just like 
take some time to myself and do these things that I love because I don't know when I'm going to be able to like cut off again. Yeah. And so it's like really hard to know what you yeah. want in that moment. <laughs> and you don't want to go too soon to their house and you want them to get their sleep, but you don't want them to feel like you aren't going to come if they want you to come. So it's like this dance of like, I'll come if you want me to come, but you let me know. But I think you should try and sleep. But do they think that I just want to sleep? But I do. <laughs> I do want to sleep. And then you get this confusing text where like, you could come. And you're like, oh, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> they did not do that. <laughs> So then like 30 minutes later, I lay down. I'm finally falling asleep. 30 minutes later, I get a text that was like, we've just had five contractions in the last nine minutes and they're all over a minute long. And I was like, and then you're like, you can just hear like, Ugh! and so I was head. like, <laughs> oh, and it switched from her texting to him oh, texting. That's like a big marker. Big marker. I don't ever tell my clients about that necessarily because I want it to happen organically without yeah. them knowing that's one of my markers. But yeah, when the partner or family member starts texting, that's when I'm like, okay, I should probably call and like listen and hear what's going on. Let's see on what's a going on. More. And so then I said, well, ha- has she had any bloody show? No, she hasn't had any bloody show. I was like, well, how is she dealing with the contractions? Is she just breathing through them? Is she making noises? And she, he's like, it sounds like a cow took over <laughs> our house. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. In my head, because it's I was like forty five minutes away. I was like, okay, yeah. I, it, You're I like think trying to rally. Like, it take, I don't know. It takes me like a solid part of five me still wanted to, to be like try and sleep, but yeah. I'm like, she's having contractions two minutes apart. It's time. Like you know, you can doze off, but you know you're gonna just wake up every once in a while feeling really f- shitty. Like, yeah, oh, I shouldn't be sleeping right now. Yeah. So I so I I'm like, okay, I think it's time for me to come. And so I get the, I I drive there. Um, I go inside the house and she's in the bathroom and she is just doing beautifully mooing away, which (laughs) is perfect. Um, doing everything right. She's supposed to, but she was one of those moms. That's a little bit hard to read because her labor is acting like it's active and she's doing everything that you would see an active mom do. Yeah. Um, but there's still some pieces missing. Like she hasn't had any, like her progress was super like different yeah and it went from like from like five to eight all of a sudden like on top of each other super long early labor to super super close together and it's like now you're acting transitiony but i haven't seen any bloody show are you actually transitiony or do you have a lot of adrenaline and you're gonna be one of those moms that's like two centimeters which is so interesting to me that you mentioned bloody show because i actually don't feel like i need to see bloody show to feel reassured i don't need to see it yeah but if i don't see it it's a little bit of a it's flag. a little bit of like a where is it and it, it's <laughs> not even like when I think that they're getting ready to push because I very often see when a mom is getting ready to push not even just like mucusy bloody show you'll yeah, see like, like the, the little red. drips after they have like yeah. a really hard contraction and to me that's like a really good sign like this is happening it's just hard because some moms will literally have bloody show from the beginning yeah so it's like so hard to know like where like where on the spectrum you see that as a sign of progress because yeah. like it could be present throughout the entire process yes but. and I use it less of a sign if it's present the entire process than if it there's just been none at all yeah and so i'm like holding out because i'm like all right i don't want to call the midwives in too soon i haven't been here that long but i don't want to call them in too late so i eventually call and i'm like this is happening i'm not really sure but it sounds like her pattern is really good she's a first-time mom she's only been in active labor this long And so they end up coming and like as they're on the way, I start seeing the drips with the really big contractions. And I'm like, okay, it's like that song. Chip, chip, chip. Yes. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) 
And so shortly after they get there, she starts bearing down. It was just so amazing. She's a first time mom. She never had to be checked. Um, She sounds like she had like had her shit together the entire time. She just totally rocked her birth. And the dad was also so awesome because he was like, he was just like, I'm going to stay calm. I got this. I want to do, I want to catch my baby. And so she like needed no coach pushing. Like she pushed with her body's urges the entire time as a first time mom, maybe for like an hour. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of in an upright position so we can never see what's happening. So at one point the dad reaches over and he's like, oh yeah, about this much of the baby's head is out. And then you're like, of course, in your head you're like, was it urethral sponge? I know, right? (laughs) Every time. Because it gets us too still. So especially if it's a dad, you're like... Is it? <laughs> and so like at one point i was like well why don't you try since your legs are hurting like sitting back more mm-hmm. for the rest of the crown and so she did that and then like it, it was so awesome he was in the bathtub and like the midwives are still kind of in the room outside of the bathroom and um he coached the entire head oh, to come out it. and then the head was just out and then he's just like cradling the baby's head and had that really really nice pause where it's just like two minutes after the baby's head comes out and it's just like the room is so hushed and quiet Mm -hmm. and he's just holding the baby's head like it's gonna be your last push the next one the baby's gonna rotate so great and so she had a contraction and the baby did everything it's supposed to and rotated and flew out in the water and she picked the baby up to her chest and it was just like such a perfect first time birth yeah do you know what he did to prep for that because i feel like he didn't do anything especially as a primate like as a first time dad like that moment where the head is out and the shoulders aren't coming yet and mm-hmm. like there's no contractions is like such an intense It could be a very heavy time. People. Yeah. So it's like really fascinating to me that he felt so at peace in it, especially as like someone who doesn't attend births regularly. Well, he was even saying during the thing, because they didn't take a childbirth class and she did a lot of reading, but he's like, I never even watched any of those videos you sent me. I never even, I never he's even just read. an intuitive doodla. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I got this. I'll be fine. And so I guess it's one of those things. If you don't know anything about it, if anyone in the room is like, everyone's that's just true, like, vibing off other people's yeah, energies. Like, oh, this yeah, is fine. No problem. It's going to be great. Maybe he was um, a midwife in another life. Maybe. It'd <laughs> be pretty interesting. <laughs> that would be. But he did such a great job and was just like so chill. And she caught her baby and brought it up to her chest and um, delivered the placenta in the water and everything. Oh, I love um, that. How long after? I'm curious. Because I feel like we're having um, so many conversations about water placentas. It was within like, it was probably within 20 minutes. Okay. I don't, I don't remember the exact timing of it. Um, but yeah, it was just like one of those perfectly textbook first time births. Yeah. And also one of those moms where you're like, if she has her second baby, it's going to be like wicked fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, just call me when you have your first contraction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I um, love that. And those like births that start the day like that are so great. It's like such a good way to start the day. Yeah. And so but then also in my mind, because it goes back to like the birth work when they called me, I was already thinking, OK, this is a first time mom tomorrow's tuesday we're probably gonna have to cancel our recording we're really trying not to do that i wonder if she'll have her baby before this time so that i can still go do the recording and then after she had the baby i was like okay i would really like to get two hour nap and so did you get a full two hours i did yeah i got a full i went home i i know kim started texting all these things that we should be doing i was like shut up just sleep i know i got the text and i was like sleep after birth doesn't mean that other people oh i do 
I you are the I think of the three of us. You are the one who's the best at going and sleeping after. Birth. And I have no problem with it. I walk yeah. into my house, I take off whatever pants I'm wearing, fall on my bed, and I'm out in like yeah. three seconds. <laughs> Just the pants. The shirt usually ends up being fine. Oh, I'll wear the same shirt for five days <laughs> yeah, straight. Yeah, I don't care will. if I supported sure a person at birth. I saw you in the same outfit for four days in a row recently. <laughs> I'm still wearing the same shirt I wore to that birth. <laughs> I honestly like am jealous because I feel like I try to rally and finish the day. But by the end of the day, I'm a monster. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm a complete monster. But I want my I want my two hours of sleep if I if I miss the whole night. Yeah. And so then it was so funny because then Kim is like, well, <laughs> actually i might be going to a birth too and i was like all right well i could totally come to the birth center and, and you're like and get i this just need 30 more minutes and then you would hear food for like an hour and i was like you know what that's totally fine because like i could totally record today or i could record another day this week. yeah this is all working got really nice and then we ended up here anyway yeah <laughs> and i popped out of bed thinking you know how sometimes when you're asleep and you like it feels like it was longer than it is so i popped out of bed and I looked at my clock and i was like oh my god that half hour ended up being longer than i thought and Did you I, have the dream where like you were late to school and you missed the buzz? No, and, oh, I don't. I hate those. But then I looked at it and I was like, oh, I'm not as late as I thought I was. Yeah. See, if it was me, it would be like 5 p.m. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then I laid in bed again for a little bit longer. I was like, because, oh, I was also like, you know what? Meredith's probably going to take a little bit longer to get there. I and did. Kim, I did do that. So Kim texted us on the way and she was like, the mom's coming in now. And so I was like, she's going to be doing something. So I'm just going to lay here a little bit longer. And so then I was like, all right, I'm ready to go now. And then Or I could go get pho. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you had already said you were taking the dogs for a walk. So I was That's like, true. I did a birth today. I deserve pho in my belly. I think we deserve pho in our bellies every day. Every single day. We every deserve pho day. in our belly. <laughs> so, yes, it was a glorious birth. Um, and we had glorious pho. And we got to spend the day together, even if it was, you know, trying to do technical things that oh are not gosh, our M.O. No, we need a we should if we get famous, which I'm famous, we're definitely going to get a um, technical support person. Yes, this is going to be this is the year that we that we make something happen as you can see by the fact that we're I still mean I would like to say we are recording today which I feel like last year we would not have done yes and we're doing the videos even though there's technical difficulties even on that this is what's happening today this yes is still happening yeah even though we just lost a bajillion files yes on we did. Kim's computer and spent an hour and a half trying to get them back yes we did we're still taking the chance we're still doing it <laughs> we're doing it at the chance that we might lose it again doing it and doing it and doing, doing it, it well um so before we get a break we wanted to do another little reminder of um, that we're going to be doing a twin episode. Mm-hmm. If you have any, if there's yeah. any twin moms out there, we're going to be interviewing Dr. Emily. So we do have like a, someone who's going to come on the episode and share, but obviously we want to hear more stories as well. So please write in and let us know your stories. Anything you want to tell us about being a twin mom, about the birth, about the pregnancy, about how people treated you, things that helped, things you were worried about any and all of it we would like to hear about it my dad um, was a twin i should ask him that's a good idea we also were doing a teen pregnancy episode sorry, he is a twin he still is a twin <laughs> still is a twin <laughs> um so it, yeah if, you, sorry. if there's anybody who has anything to say about teen pregnancy or experiencing teen pregnancy or supporting teen pregnancy um we want to hear from you please as don't well. make us just listen to kim for the entire episode we would love to hear from other people also <laughs> 
We would love that. <laughs> and we did say we are also going to be planning our 100th episode. Yeah. And I think that we're trying to plan a gathering. Yeah, that we are. tend to go interestingly. Yeah, they do. We probably just need to have like a limit on how many beers Kim can have at the live episode. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do a live episode. Live episodes oh, that's tend... True. Well, I thought we talked about doing like a event and then like maybe having our mic set up for like... Yeah, like oh yeah. Mini interviews so we had something. talked about having people come meet us out at the event and having the mic set up and doing like a review of our first hundred episodes. And if people came, then they could share in the microphones. What was your favorite part mm-hmm. of our podcast in the first hundred episodes? Like, how did you find out about us? What is your favorite? Like, anything you want to share about our podcast yeah, or who you are? Honest, like us trying to share and do an episode at a live event never goes well. Yeah, I mean. The first one I think was definitely one for the history books. It is. It's like the first Hoot and Annie. It's definitely one for the history <laughs> book. Should it ever be repeated? Probably not. I don't know. It definitely should. <laughs> I wasn't even there. And I'm telling you, it should not be. Oh, the Hoot and Annie should never be repeated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's time for us to go to break. Um, and when we come back, hopefully, we'll be able to grab Kim and she can tell us a little bit more about the birth that she did. Yeah, she's completely this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to break. Cue the music. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So the sponsor for today's podcast is once again our Patreon account. So what do you get for being one of our patrons? So today we recorded some behind the scenes footage of us recording our podcast. Probably will get more than you could ever want from us, honestly. (laughs) Sometimes we do weird, crazy dance videos. Sometimes we roll in the snow in our bathing suits, because why not? Yeah, so basically the point of this is, is that we would love to have you as a patron of our podcast. If you become a patron, there are three different levels of monetary support, and each level gives you different perks. Um, So yeah, check out our Patreon account. It's www.patreon.com slash wineaboutbirth, and we would love to have you on the Wine About Birth Patreon team. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back from that delightful break. I peed. That's about all that we accomplished. Yeah, it is. But that's, you know, it's important. Things important. So we had anticipated on Kim coming and telling us a little bit about her birth story that she had. But But she's being a dad. She's really committing so hard to not even really trying to pop in here at all. She's putting her foot down hard. Uh, But from what she told us, and I guess maybe she'll tell us in another episode or if she does pop down here at some point in time, she had a very beautiful birth to a very big baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the text said Madge period ick period all period. There she is. Without telling her story at all. Yeah. Um, you can say that you got called to a birth. I did. You had to rush to the center. I did. Can we ask yes or no question? Yes. Was it magical? Yes, it was, Meredith. Yes. Were for, you by yourself? For 500, I was. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> by so myself. So the birth actually happened super quickly as well. Yes. I had a mom that had weeks, weeks of prodromal labor. Yeah. As does happen. 
as we were just discussing and i knew the baby would be giant and i knew once she just gave it a little nudge maybe it would work so were you charting with one hand and catching baby with the other so i did use my right hand to notate head and birth (laughs) i usually use my left when that happens so it ends up being like and i I kind of was like like spreading my arms wide so i could be like feel like supporting but then also but then the dad uh, was able to do the main exciting part and it was catching it was amazing so so both dads got to do that today that was really sweet oh i love that i've actually had a big handful of dads that are super uninterested some are interested but they're like no Mm -hmm. i don't it goes i find that it's usually like hard no or all in yeah yeah it's not a soft no it's a hard no no yeah (laughs) but yeah she this birth was just uh it was you know and actually the nurse who did not make it um kimberly is kind of new to the center she actually is very new to the center but we've had like some two really magical well the last one together was like the baby just came like slowly and she just breathed the baby out and it was so amazing and it was so this is the second one we've done together that but that she missed she seems so to be never mind postpartum too yeah like, she's just ready to go well the but. mom and kimberly seems to be just like busting shit out real good so mm-hmm. it's one of those days where we had two magical births which is great um and they both went pretty fast so when it talks about the the life of a midwife that as births go today was a good day such a good day even though you know i lost sleep but then i gained some sleep and now i'll get some more sleep tonight because i'm really on only on backup call now mm-hmm. no i'm not i have a confession oh yeah this is my confession <gasps> i knew i wasn't going to be able to record with you guys today <laughs> you're such a dick we could have literally <laughs> gone anywhere i knew it I knew that if I, I was hoping I would have more time to be a part. Did you just do this because you knew that we wouldn't record unless you got us here to do it? Yeah. But look, here you are talking in the microphone for several minutes. So when you guys came in here, I turned to Kimberly and I was like, listen, I knew I wasn't going to be able to be we a part both, of that we episode. We recorded on Thursday. But I knew. And a brewery and or anything well, no. I did want to get it out no. on the and That is bullshit. And you Fine. damn well know it. There is no way that would have happened. I totally would have recorded Absolutely it every day this week. Absolutely not. I knew if I didn't push you to come in here and do it, that it would never get done. I, I also knew I manipulated that if we the got heck here, that if we got here, you would be able to talk in the microphone for and a little I am. bit. And here, here I you am. are. Yes. So like, I'm just watching you guys like power struggle so hard 10 4 10 7 10 7 privilege get out of here <laughs> give her a microphone back get out of here but we were talking about a little to go bit do discharge okay go do <laughs> discharge but go ahead first <laughs> we were talking about so when it comes to the life of a midwife we were talking a little bit about how it's not just the births we were talking about how um like the other night i went to the brewery for with you guys for a couple oh of my years God, it was did so you talk about that no no oh, we can't talk was, about that i have not had a night that magical in so long stuff yet that's actually oh, had a man. lot of fun this week yeah i we be, okay c- because i lost i lost i launched my first course which was <laughs> gonna be so much fun for poor becca to put together but Especially to prepare i know i lost the videos <laughs> to prepare we went dancing 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I realized I then had to record 17 hours later or 16 hours later. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. woke up at four and I was like, oh. But you probably felt like an <laughs> effing goddess because you looked so hot that You looked night. so hot. And, no and, pictures. And you were so excited night. because... You were so scared no one was going to sign up for your course. Yeah. And then you ended up getting like 10 people, yeah, which is amazing. Like, 11, like 10 or 11. Weeks, right? For people well, to they, sign up. they put the sign up like, I think it was like nine days before. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, well, you know what? If I get three, that's going to be great. But then four and then five and then six. And then I started yeah. being like, oh, no. That's way too many people yes. on a Skype call. Oh my god! It's gonna be like that. Can I get an amen? It's like that time we try to do that like Skype call with our client <laughs> or our like and supporters. We forgot and that our Wi-Fi terrible. Acts, like blow. And this Wi-Fi or, did keep dropping. Yes. So whoever, well, it's Becca, and she's gonna be so upset that Jessica lost my videos. I'm sorry. <laughs> it really wasn't. Her I'm fault. not gonna blame she really myself. Was just I was the rules. doing what you needed to do to send Thank them to her. You did. It was your Chromebooks' fault. It was. Yes. <laughs> Chromebooks. Damn. Chromebooks. Um, so average. But dancing was magical. Yeah, and the, the brewery was, was so fun. Yeah, but the girls were on fire that night, also. Oh but we were talking about like being on call because I I've met some people there that I had never met before, and they're like, "So this is what you do? So you're on call?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "So you could have to leave at any time?" And I'm like. Yeah, but you know, I'm mostly on call for a first time mom, and I haven't heard from her. But I on always have on calledness. I'm like a four out of ten. Exactly. There is a scale of on calledness. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, so when do you get to completely shut off? And I'm like, Negatory. I don't. <laughs> what? When what? I go to Mexico and What's don't come home when I'm supposed to. Yes, but then I, you don't get to cut off because we harass you the entire time <laughs> you're gone. But she just leaves her phone somewhere else. Oh my else. gosh! So we hung out with Christina the other night. Hey, Christina. Actually, Christina doesn't listen to us. I think she does. She? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello, well, if you're listening. Hi. That was so much fun the other night. She's one of my childhood best friends. She's I've known funny. Her since I she's was really like funny. Seven. I was laughing. My ribs hurt. I was laughing so hard from that day. So, but we're hanging out. We're talking about her business that she had. Where you, you were sending. She was sending dead flowers to people. Is kind of like fu's for people who have a sense of humor. Yeah, it was called "Say It with Dead Flowers." So we were like trying to think of situations where that would be appropriate. I said we totally could have fucking sent it or send send it sent her some to Mexico. Like send enjoy it. your trip to Mexico, <laughs> asshole. Hope flowers. you're having fun in Mexico. I Dead am. lilies. I would have loved <laughs> She would have been that. like, look at these beautiful dried flowers. They love me so much. <laughs> and then Christina was like, well, then I have to hand deliver them wherever they are. So then you have to buy my plane ticket. I'll roll up there. Just and will stay another like, three more days because I'm there. Days now. No. Okay. Uh, this has been fun, but I'm going to go work. <laughs> okay. Okay. Worst. And so, yeah, we were talking about, you can go to work. Okay, goodbye. We are talking about some of the other things we have to do other than birth. I was trying and to figure so, out how I'm going to contribute to this episode considering Kim was supposed to be the second half <laughs> and i have had no births recently <laughs> oh yeah you haven't had well christmas birth was yeah, christmas our, was yeah the last birth one. we had together um but there's so many other things that go into it when we're trying so it's like we're juggling prenatals mm-hmm. so we have prenatal appointments every week we have yeah. consults every week um and then if and if you have a birth during any of those, then you have to reschedule those. Right. Or, right. Or, yeah. Or if you're able to keep it, then you have to somehow squeeze a postpartum two-day visit into whatever else you have yes. going on. And then you never know when you're going to have to squeeze your postpartum visits in because you never know when they're going to have their babies. Yeah. So some then you have those, like, within a couple days after the birth. And I always feel bad complaining. Not Yeah, complaining. I complain. I'm human. I always feel bad complaining about how busy I am sometimes because I look at Kim's schedule and she does, like, 
eight visits in a day, right? Yeah. Like she just like works so hard. And whenever I come in here, it's so insanely busy and chaotic. Yeah. But like when you look at my schedule, I'm like, oh, I have four visits today. But like we drive to most of our yeah, clients. So it visits. takes longer. So it takes at least an hour to not an hour and a half for a round trip. And I usually do hour and a half long visits because when I'm already driving that long to get to people, it just makes sense to like chill stay longer. Yeah. yeah. And not rush it. And so I feel, always feel like I'm like, Kim's like, I had eight visits. And I'm like, I have four. But I'm like, eh, that's intense. Like, yeah. it's just like a lot of work. Um, yeah. And then like Kim's been writing those courses. And so the amount of time she's been putting into trying to put so- time aside to write her courses and then her book. And then it's like if she gets called to a birth, then it's just like you're squeezing in all these other things besides your you know family and all of that as well and then um, if you like own a practice like we do you have all the entire like ownership side of a business plus the administrative work like I, we're getting busier which i'm so grateful for but like i cannot believe how many hours in a week i spend doing admin like i can't remember the last time i actually was able to clean my house when i wanted to because something hasn't come up and taken like three hours out of my day to do admin work yeah <laughs> And, and then we have the podcast, and so it's making sure we get together to record and then have it edited and then do the video stuff, which I love that. Like, I'm actually super psyched about the fact that we got together today, even yeah. though it's like this episode feels kind of crazy and our, my brain feels kind of crazy and I'm kind of tired and I look like a bum. Yeah. My bonus mom girl is just really sinking or a hard homeless, right now. Or a homeless elf with you, my no, hat on. You don't look homeless. You got these adorable, char- how do you say the word? Chartreuse? Charcuterie. Charcuterie board earrings on. Yeah. And I've got a Mary Clintmas sweater on. Yeah. I don't know what that's about though. That's a lot going on. But oh, that's your unicorn hair. Yeah. So, but Meredith, you're on call for, you're like way on call for like two births right now. Yeah. Well, I also feel like that's another thing too when you're talking about like, when do you turn off? I know we say this, but it's always like crazy. Like you think like maybe this will be the client I'm on call for that I won't wake up every night at 2 a.m. wondering yeah. if I'm going to a birth. Cause like you do, like if you wake up to pee at 2 a.m. or if you just wake up suddenly from a dream at 2 a.m., you're like, oh, mm-hmm. am I waking up? Because like my midwife senses are tingling and oh. i'm gonna end up at a birth in an hour and then you're like exhausted immediately because yeah. you're gonna be up you think you're gonna be up in an hour so oh that it is crazy that happened to me the other night and this almost never happens to me but like i woke up in the middle of the night and and you know sometimes you wake up out of dream and you're kind of confused and yeah you're like how did i get to bed what happened where like you're like missing sections of your night from how deep of a sleep you're in yes, and it's not even alcohol induced <laughs> no and then like my phone is always right next to my right. bed do you and always so, panic that your phone turned off or that your volume yeah, and down? so i always like reach over for my phone for where it is and i'm reaching for it in the dark and i'm like oh my god it's yeah. not there it's yeah. not there where the heck is my phone and so then I'm like looking all around the bed and now I'm in full panic. And when you're half asleep like that, you can't rationalize like, you're, no. you can't be like, girl, you're half asleep. Calm your tits. Like and everything's so fine. Somehow when I got up and went to bed, I left my phone on the coffee table. Oh no, that's which the I have in the world. never done. Oh, I have no. not done that in years. And so I like, oh, that makes me feel nauseous. Just, like, like thinking my, about it. And I think I would have heard the tech cause my bedroom's not far and our door is open. Yeah. But just like, I ran out to the living room and seeing my phone sitting on the coffee table, my whole body was like, oh, God. And your cortisol levels are so spiked at that point. Yes. That, like, you're not going back to sleep after that. No. Like, you're just going to be a hot mess so I the picked, rest of the night. I picked it up and was like, well, thank goodness I did not have any messages. But I was like, how the heck did I leave my phone in the living yeah. room? I never do that. And I don't think that's something that people ex- like. I can see where like 
uh, parents might have that experience like if they have like adult children who like go out and do stuff i just don't feel like people who who are off call or don't have an on-call schedule don't experience that where like you wake up just sporadically in a panic that your phone's not on or that it's like right not right not right Right there to your face or did i forget to turn the ringer back up or yeah and so i was talking about that the other day too i was like yeah there was we were talking about t9 word or something the old text messaging Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah there was one time that i panicked because my phone broke and uh, the screen broke and i had to get it fixed and it was going to be broken for two days and so i had to go get a burner phone and then text all my clients from this burner phone that they could text this phone and it was like all t9 word and it took forever and the person i was talking to was like you couldn't just go two days without your phone. No. And I was like, you can't even go two hours. Like when no. we were out the other day, remember my yeah. phone died. Yeah. So I had to text our clients who were doing like, Hey, if you need me message this number. And then of course at 1130 that night, I realized I hadn't texted the mom back to let her oh, know that so, you had your phone back. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to be that asshole that's texting this poor pregnant mom. Who's having prodromal labor for weeks now. But you gave them at my phone number. I would have just know. left it. And I would have texted you if anyone no. called me. I did text her. I texted her at 11. 30 and then of course she's like let's text I was like, mm, that was like a one-time <laughs> text i'll do that i'll text you at 9 a.m tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> i, rec- I realized yeah. i started this conversation though <laughs> yeah so anyway i was it's like i totally could go two days without a phone if i wasn't on call but when you're on call you just, I can't go two years without a phone if I can't. wasn't on call. Yeah. I used to never have, like, in college, people made fun of me because I had a flip phone yeah. until I started doing birth work. And I literally remember when I got hired, the first thing I did was, like, climb to the top of my favorite mountain to even make sure I had service because I was like, I'm not taking this job if I can't get to this peak with oh my, my phone. Gosh. Obviously, I probably would have taken the job either way. But, I, I, yeah, being on call is not my style but it's worth it yeah and i want to say that it's worth it too because i say this all the time because it's like well you had a super busy week of appointments last week mm-hmm, that was but insane. i've had like a weird chill zone where i haven't had like a very heavy client load coming up yeah and so most of my appointments have been done and so that's what i was saying i was like last week i had to do zero work yeah like i had no appointments I didn't have any postpartum. I didn't end except for the podcast. I didn't end up having to go to any births. Yeah. So it's like I'm on call and sometimes I might have to leave for 48 hours straight. And sometimes I have 10 appointments in a week, but then there's other times where I can go a whole week and never have to do anything. And so it actually gives me more time to myself, just less time. That's actually to myself. Yeah. And it's like, you never know where you're going to get it. So it's not like you can necessarily structure it. Yeah. (laughs) And then again, it's like, we have those those things where it's like where you have that first time mom and it's like, well, this is what first time moms usually do, but sometimes they don't. And mm-hmm. so then it's like trying to tailor your tailor your advice to the, whatever's happening in this one particular situation. And it's, it's always just it's always something different all the time. I really it makes me wonder because there we always joke in the birth community. There's so many type A women in the birth community and providers I don't get how type A people do this work, though, because you and I are so good at going with the flow yeah. and just like running out the door and being gone for three days if we need to. Yeah. And just like if my clients cancel last minute, I have no problem. Like just like rescheduling. Yeah. Like I don't get how type A people do it, do this work. Yeah. Because you just have to be able to do whatever the hell is going on in any given moment. Maybe start turning into Kim and panicking all the time. <sighs> I and can't 
single hair for another <laughs> year. I can't do this for another year. 2022 has to be the year of Kim's type A becoming like a lowercase A. I yeah. need to be like, instead of a capital monstrous A, I needed to like downsize like, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> As we like try to expand our practice and blah, blah, blah. That's going to happen. It's, it's a start being just a shower instead of a grower. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. if that makes sense. I would like her. No, I want her to be a shower A, not a grower. No, I want her to be a grower A, not a shower A. Oh. Oh, so her type A looks small, but then every once in a while it'll get big. Just occasionally. Every (laughs) once in a while. As much as she has sex, that's probably going to be a lot more often than I wanted to be. (laughs) You just did not say that in your microphone at all. It's probably for the best, right? (laughs) You guys got to hear it, though. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, I feel like... I'm ready to wrap this one up. We're going to wrap it up like a deoc. Because this is going to be a short episode because we've had a lot going on. Um, <laughs> or we're just like over it. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm Only gonna, the second episode of the year. I'm going to go home and go to sleep again. I and fully gonna, support you in that. It's going to be glorious. I'm um, going to go fill my bonus mom guilt by seeing the end of Penny's gymnastics class. Yes. <laughs> sounds great. Um, but we are really trying to do two episodes in a row at some point in time. So we have extra episodes. We have done it before. We have done it before. So I know it's possible. That feels so far away. It'll happen. Um, and we really are going to get to that transitions episode, but we will release more on our social media soon about our hundred episode get together. Mm-hmm. And please send us all of your um, birth stories. I mean, if you, if you want to be a birth story of the week, just birth in general too we're still doing birth stories of the week yeah um just a yeah. reminder though we are focusing on twins and teen pregnancy especially coming up so like yeah yes. Jess is right any story is a great story yes. especially if you have those topics to contribute that'd be awesome and if you're a person who knows that they're not going to be able to make it to our 100th episode hangout if there's something you want to say about our podcast or your favorite parts or what or your you, least favorite parts, or your least favorite parts anything that you would say if we were to interview you on the microphone <laughs> um you can totally email that to us as well or mm-hmm. private message to our social media and we can share that as part of our 100th episode sounds amazing i'm gonna get us a big cake mm, that's a good idea yeah can that's... we get a charcuterie cake again <laughs> how about like i'll do like a one and a zero and a zero and then i'll make them different for different people so you will definitely have a meat cake in uh, some capacity a meat cake, a meat a cake. cake. <laughs> okay um so yeah for all you moms out there whose births we get to attend we Thank love you. you and we love attending your births and we even love being on call for you most of the time and thanks for dealing with all of this on days all where our midwife life takes over everything <laughs> yes <laughs> And on that note, all we have to say is cheers. cheers.